Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a Lip Media Podcast. We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we are recording. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and the Aboriginal elders of other communities who may be listening today. Welcome to The Gays Revolting, a definitive weekly news source for contemporary gays. We put the G in LGBTQIA+, and we're here to help you be the best G you can be. Give us a shout out on Instagram by posting a story of you listening to the show and link back to us at Gaze Revolting Pod or join our Facebook group at The Gaze Revolting. And if you're hanging around on Apple Podcasts, we would not object to you leaving us a rating and review. We would actually love you for it. All right, so we're back. Hey! Coast hey. Live Show. Yes, we so survived. <laughs> we're certified entertainers now. Yeah. It's official. It yeah. is official. Yeah. And if you were there Sunday night, you probably heard some pretty good reads, which unfortunately Unfortunately, didn't make it into the actual episode, <laughs> so we thought we'd just relive a bit of that. Yeah, shade. Yes. Hey, yeah, yeah. Get it, shady lady. <laughs> Introduce my favorite co-hosts. So first up, we have Tom, who's used the show for more plugs than he's eventually going to need on that hairline. Yes. <laughs> still cutting. And it's still just as good. <laughs> and Kyle, who I'm so happy has so much more free time to yep. dedicate to this show now that he's not having to approve puffed off Sunday photo uploads. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. And of course, how could I forget the beautiful Mikey, whose makeup skills were actually the inspiration for the hit Netflix horror series, Bird Box. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. What a compliment. <laughs> and I think that was one for me, but we'll just skip over <laughs> My name's Lou. <laughs> hey, guys. How are you? How are you? How are you? Did I've you have fun you. at the podca- at the live podcast? Yeah, it was, it was really good. It was good. It was oh so nice. energy. Super terrifying. So many so lovely. Terrifying. But like, it was good. <laughs> yeah. Turned um, out way better than I thought it would. Yeah. yeah. For sure. It's a huge thank you to everybody that came along. Yeah. On thank you. Sunday evening to the live recording. We sold out. Which yeah. Which is so cool. for our first ever live podcast. And we've had some lovely people uh, message us saying, saying we that. met so many awesome people. Yeah, we met so, so many people. It was yeah. so great just interacting with everyone. Yeah, yeah. They just like knew everything about life. us. We know everything about this. <laughs> so we are planning. We're planning a tour. We're doing. We're doing, we're doing a, a tour. tour. We're going yes. full Priscilla and touring <laughs> around the country in Adelaide, yes. Brisbane, Sydney, and another Melbourne. Places. And if you want us to come to your town, let us know. Let us know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we've got the bus, like in Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, Dumb yeah, yeah. We couldn't bus. afford the Priscilla bus, so we've got the dog bus for Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. It's covered in fur. But we're going to strap Kyle to the roof and have him oh, drive no. him to the <laughs> It was like 40 degrees that day. I know. Well. Mate, sense. I know. Oh, I was in a corset. Are you drag, kidding? Yeah. Oh, yes. It was very hot. I'd spent the day in granny drag at yeah. Pride. That's right. March. And you were catching like public transport. I know. I caught it because, okay, so it was the same day as Pride March, which yeah. is, of course, in the morning on a 42 degree day. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I wouldn't be able to get an Uber to the venue that I was doing this gig at during the day dressed as an old lady yeah. because the street was blocked because of the parade. Oh my God, yeah. But the tram, <laughs> the 96 tram goes right to the venue. Yeah. So I got mm. a tram from Carlton to St. Kilda in old lady drag in 42 degree heat <laughs> and then yes. spent the day in the sun and then came into the live podcast Ooh. and drank a lot. And people <laughs> you commented were on that. <laughs> I had a whole bottle during it's the podcast. Nice when people yeah. comment on how stumbling much around. I got a second bottle, bottle after the podcast and stumbled around the venue afterwards just drinking red Love wine that. out of the bottle. It was great. It was a great time. <laughs> I don't remember anyone I met, but thank you for saying hello. You can remember us. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
So on Sunday, Eurovision Australia Decides aired on SBS, mm. uh, hosted on the Gold Coast by former guest of the Gays Are Revolting, Joel Creasy. Mm. He's really making a name for himself. He's doing very <laughs> yeah. well. Yeah, Joel. Yeah. Um, and Meef Warhurst. I love Meef. Yeah, That's she's hilarious. so cute. Meef's a I saw her fan of Bingo. our podcast. Hi, Meef. Hi, Meef. <laughs> You're cool. <laughs> so the show was uh, to choose an artist to represent us this year at the Eurovision contest in Tel Aviv in May. Yeah. Kate Miller Heike won with her song, Zero Gravity. She performed it with a bunch of other talented artists like Courtney Act and handsome gay guy Alfie, who won The Voice in 2016. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Um, was Casey Donovan... I don't. Is that the one that got catfish? She got catfish. Yeah, yeah, that's all I know. I don't yeah. know who she is. I just oh, know that Casey's she's like amazing. Famous she's gone. So she is like turned her career around, fucking smashing it mm. now. Was driving Ubers for a while mm. in, the, in the middle there, and yeah, had got had the whole catfish thing where mm, she was in yeah. a relationship with what she thought was a boyfriend long yep. distance for a few years, but turned out to be this girl that she knew. But she's amazing. I would totally vote for her. Oh, for Eurovision. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. I just thought like how gay and camp Eurovision is, and yeah. like talk it's about gay Christmas. Yeah, it's besides Halloween. Yeah. 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 <laughs> The other gay Christmas. <laughs> and yeah, this is, I think it's like our fifth year. I think, wasn't it first Guy Sebastian? Dami Im in 2016. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love Dami Im. I love Dami Im so Dami much. Dami was amazing. She was yeah. so robbed that year. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, she was, sure. wasn't she but like, we got in the close finals? that year. Like, she got, we got so close. But no then, one yeah. expected, because, you know, well, actually, we should probably explain for people in other countries that aren't in Europe or Australia why Australia is in Eurovision. I it still is don't know. Actually. I actually don't know. Australia has been obsessed with Eurovision since like the ABBA days. Yes. And it's like, it rates incredibly highly in Australia yeah. Yeah, it's even one, when compared to other European countries it's the biggest audience of viewers outside of Europe yeah and it's been oh. like that for ages so we had yeah. this campaign a few years ago where we campaigned to become part of Eurovision so they let us do a trial year which was the guy Sebastian year yes. yeah. and then they said that we could become part of Eurovision so we're cool. now part of we get to compete in Eurovision yeah which is just as camp and nonsensical as the fact that Eurovision <laughs> exists it's so in the good and there's so so many people are crazy into it yeah my friend Paris like bases her whole life around this yeah. competition like yeah so there's some countries that do what we've just done for the first time which is have a like competition to like see who semi-finals yeah exactly yeah. and people genuinely fly around Europe going to all of these trials to see who's going to be in it because wow. it's like sports yeah it's like it's sports like but with sports. colour and movement yeah, yeah it's like so it's so political and so serious there's and people get so semi-finals there's finals there's points like, yeah. and their scores countries and, and alliances it's judges crazy. Yeah. yeah and that I think that's why I've never like fully connected with it give it a shot like, <laughs> it's like sports yeah to me. I've never really connected with it either like I've watched yeah. bits and pieces here and there but I just don't really I get it I feel like, like that surprises always, me I, know. I feel like it's right up your like, alley I've it's tried color, to get into it and I'm just like camp, oh, it's, it's just it's a lot for my brain to get into I feel like I always <laughs> miss it it always just goes past me and then I'm like oh okay oh that thing happened yeah I know but um, last year was Jessica Malboy and she Yes. yes, we got love. Yes. I really oh, like that song. So good, that was that really one. good. She should have. I feel like I only ever watched the Australian contestants, and that's yeah, 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 yeah. that's good. And also because they're like <laughs> blasting the song here. Yeah, for like yeah. <laughs> it is also quite political as well. Europe has a lot of countries that aren't as progressive. No, yeah, um, I with think their LGBTI. Well, with a lot of different human rights. Wasn't it issues, Turkey that yeah, Turkey pulled, pulled out? out last Turkey year? pulled out because yeah. there was a kiss on stage, and they won't air that on Ugh. television. So it's not illegal to be gay in Turkey, yeah. but it is not easy to be gay in Turkey either. Russia has also. Also mm-hmm. had issues with it before, but yeah, yeah. the year Conchita Worst performed. The Russian contestant they were like kissed. neck and neck, and yeah, oh, they did, yeah, yeah. and they the like end. kissed on stage. Yeah. The Russian contestant was mm. slammed for kissing Conchita Worst on stage yeah. because of the gay propaganda laws in Russia. And this Russian contestant was really brave and was like, yeah. "She is a fantastic contestant, and you should yeah. all be following her and what she does because she is That's absolutely it. incredible." Which is really brave of people her in, in Russia, Russia. Were saying this is the end of Europe. I was like, "Wow, yeah, dramatic, yeah, Jesus, like calm your." But um, yeah, last year a country had a gay couple perform and China didn't air it with the broadcast. So Eurovision oh. Broadcast Association pulled their rights to show yeah. the rest of the competition. Yeah, yeah. Like, so you oh, have to show it. the whole thing. <laughs> if yeah. you want to, Eurovision say you have to show the whole thing if you if you want to have the broadcast yeah, rights. Yeah. Yeah. It just oh seems so weird to me to try to remove any LGBT mm. aspects from Eurovision. Yeah. Like, it one is of like- the intrinsically most gay yeah. things yeah. in the yeah. world. Like if I was in politics thank god i'm not Mm. but if i was going to target something as being like i want this to be less gay or we really need to make sure nothing gay happens at this thing Mm -hmm. the event i'd be focusing on would not be eurovision yeah (laughs) i I don't want the people watching eurovision to think maybe we're gay yeah Yeah. (laughs) obviously it's so theatrical and so campy and so quirky yeah it's absolutely the essence of what makes it and i'm sure that it's just a bunch of homos running the entire show (laughs) 
Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You know, absolutely. Yeah. You know it. I mean, look at the even the like we've only been in it a few years. Yeah. Um, but like these contestants we had this year for Australia Decides mm. was so queer, like Electric Fields, yeah. Alfie, Courtney, Courtney Act. Act as well. yeah. Also, yeah. the fact that Joel Creasy is hosting yes. uh, yeah. the whole thing with Miff Warhos. I mean, Joel's not there for his musical knowledge. <laughs> Miff obviously is, she, you know, is a fountain of uh, yes. musical knowledge. But Joel is fucking camp and yeah. fantastic. And yeah. I mean, this is the competition that invented ABBA. Um, yeah, and then Celine Dion was on it. Like, Celine yeah. Dion. Yeah, didn't she, she represented Switzerland yeah. and won. Why do Australians... Mm-hmm. You know, because predominantly a lot of our listeners are Australian mm. people and a lot of fans have actually asked us to even talk about Eurovision and not being a Eurovision gay. Does anyone have any insight as to why it kind of like resonates with Australian culture? Why? I think it's like a sense of community and like we're mm-hmm. so isolated. But Australia loves camp. Well, that's yeah. it. Australia like, really I mean, fa- our biggest exports are things like Catherine Kim. Kylie Minogue, <laughs> Catherine Kim, Dame Edna Reveridge, yeah. Priscilla Queen of the Desert, exactly. Muriel's Wedding. We the fucking Wiggles camp. are camp. Like, <laughs> we love camp. Yeah. We're also yes. very competitive. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you guys like Kate Miller Heike? I love Kate. Yeah, yeah. I, totally. I literally have not thought about her since Last Day on Earth. Like, I thought that was the last song she ever <laughs> Well, made. so Kate Miller okay. Heike. Like, she's really good, of, but I just didn't know. Speaking any. of camp, she wrote a lot of the songs for Muriel's Wedding. Wedding the music theater. Yeah, no which is coming to Melbourne soon. She's yeah. been working. She's been, she's been working. working. Yeah. Well, good for you, Kate yeah. Miller Heike. <laughs> have you heard her song for the Beautiful. I'm so excited. It has, like, a lot of, like, interesting noises in it. Yeah. But someone was telling me that a lot of, like, the songs that do really well in the competition have a lot of kind of quirky weird noises and sounds yeah, in it yeah. because there's so many people that don't speak the same languages and stuff so it's yes. easier to like latch onto oh. and yeah and it is that's really interesting yeah it was sort of like one of last year's contestants Netta yes. from Israel <gasps> yeah that, oh I actually did she like she stuck in my mind noises. the most yeah. yeah it was just like exactly. all these weird like fun noises I was just like yeah get but it, girl. it was so funny because when um I was at the drag show like work the world mm. Naomi Smalls's number was absolutely phenomenal but yeah. the song has been stuck in my head for the whole week and I've just been like what is the song and literally today I found out it was Netta's song oh my gosh to- um, Toy Toy like yeah, I'm not yeah, yeah. Toy it's yeah. so so good and I've been listening to it all day uh, it's interesting when ABBA first started Agnetha and Annie didn't speak English and so they were singing these oh. songs in English and even I think their first Australian tour they still did they yeah. learned English eventually but so they were singing all these songs in English mm-hmm. they couldn't speak it but they would sing uh-huh. songs in English which I think is really fascinating like I mentioned doing a tour of Australia you're like, I think all what these I'm English saying songs is good it's like white people <laughs> yeah. with shitty like um, Chinese symbol tattoos on yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. like <laughs> barbecue <going> grill <laughs> yeah barbecue grill oh Ariana suck it Ari <laughs> I love you though so she was an Uber driver Huh? When she got catfished. Sorry, I just want to figure oh. out the Casey Donovan. Oh, we're going back to Casey Donovan. <laughs> oh, yeah, so Casey, the real topic here. Casey had a lull in her career and yes. got a job as an Uber driver, which is fine. Like, yeah. you know, people have to get jobs when they aren't on TV anymore. Yeah. yeah. And was working as an Uber driver for a while. And then, I mean, read the book. Like, it's fascinating. And she's book. so honest in it. But yeah, had this mega fan that sort of became a friend and then sort of met this guy online that would, yeah. and she, every time she would buy him a ticket to come and visit, because I think she was living in Perth, I want to say, and he was living in like Sydney, or so she thought. And then yeah. every time, She'd buy him a ticket to come. Ghost. Something would happen up. Like his grandma would die or something like that. Oh, and he was also, this is awful, would say to her that he would like it if she got off with this fangirl. Who was the guy who was was catfishing him, pretending to be this guy online. It was insane and fascinating and read her book. Has yeah. catfishing oh, been yeah. a topic on our show? No, but there's this episode of Catfish where, <laughs> the guy, <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> where the guy that was catfishing did a similar thing, but every time they went to like meet up, someone in his family would die. I'm doing air quotes. Sure. Right, yeah. And I couldn't believe that this person couldn't connect the dots because he was like running out of family members. Oh right. He was like, oh, I have six sisters and yeah. they've all died in yeah. the last year. Every time you've gone to meet oh. me. One of my exes, I met up with him and he told me once that he'd just broken up with his boyfriend because he suspected that he was cheating on him because he had to like travel interstate Mm. heaps. And so without his knowledge, he like booked a similar Mm. flight and then went to the same like interstate place that his boyfriend was going, downloaded Grindr, found like the torso, started chatting to him from a blank profile and then was like, hey, yep, let's meet up and like sealed the deal and then was like, 
by the way, this is your boyfriend. Your stuff will be outside by the time you come. Amazing. I've flown all the way here to catch you out. Amazing. Dedication. You could have just paid for the the expensive version of Grindr where you can drop (laughs) your pig anywhere you like. (laughs) I don't think it existed then. Oh, right. (laughs) But I was so proud. I was so proud. So the day we recorded our live podcast was, of course, the same day as Melbourne's Pride March, yes. as we said earlier. Yeah, that was so much fun. And as there was some exciting news came from our fearless premier, yes. state premier, Daniel yeah. Andrews, Daddy Danny. He announced that the Victorian Labor government will mm-hmm. be banning conversion therapy yes. in the yeah. state of Victoria. Now, a lot of people, including myself, were very surprised to hear that it's not already something that yeah. has been banned in the state of Victoria. No. Yes. I realize. knew it wasn't at a federal <laughs> level, but it's not. Uh, it's still currently it's a, completely yeah. legal to... Uh, State by state. To do. Thing. Yeah. yeah. It can be a federal thing and it can be a state by state thing. Yeah. No states have banned it and the federal government hasn't banned it either. Mm-hmm. So at the moment, Australia conversion therapy is legal. So the Labor government have committed this year they will be introducing um, legislation to make it illegal in the state of Victoria. They're also pushing for other states and the federal government to make a change. Disappointingly, the federal Labor Party have mm-hmm. not said that they will completely ban it. Yeah. They've said that they would like more education around it and that sort of stuff. Fuck yeah. off. That's yeah. not going to do anything. No. But Daniel Andrews. Is, is like going full balls, in, the balls in. <laughs> so they want to uh, make it illegal completely. They've also committed mm-hmm. to in principle funding for counselling for people that have suffered through conversion yeah. therapy, which yeah. I think is also that's a really, really good because thing. it has been happening for decades, and there are a lot mm-hmm. of people, younger and older, that need help. Yeah, after absolutely. Going through that so many shit. lasting effects. Yeah. So it. the investigation they did, which was done by the Health Complaints Commissioner, that found overwhelming evidence that it does serious and long term damage to people who mm-hmm. receive it. They yeah. even found that there was exorcisms being performed yeah. at these. Spooky. It's really it's disgusting. Just, it's ridiculous. Geez. Like, Why it's, would you expose someone to that? Especially like, what is wrong I, with quite you? often it's parents sending their children. Yeah. Um, sadly, it's often people that have been targeted themselves their yeah. whole life and they choose to go because they think that that's their only yeah. option, which is awful. Yeah, so, because I, I have seen people fighting back saying we should have the right to choose to this choose for our lifestyle. I'm like, wow. no, like, mm, your mind's somewhere else. Those, you need to get yeah. help to see that you are fine and that you're okay and there's, you don't need to change yeah, yourself. There's very few so, people that are saying yeah. that. This is the it's problem more, with how the media works these days. Yeah, they yeah. find somebody they find like, like, like it's a 50-50 yeah, yeah, yeah. conversation. It's more it's like not. the Australian Christian lobby who have come yeah. forward and they mm-hmm. have people being like, oh, we should be able to choose that. And it's like, yeah. no, you guys suck. It's like, shut up. Well, you guys don't choose it. You choose four people. Yeah. 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 Same yeah, exactly. with like trans rights and they always post like the two or three articles from people saying, I regretted transitioning and you keep seeing those articles pop Mm -hmm. up and you don't get to see the full gamut of experiences which is and it's the same in the marriage equality debate they found a few gays that were like oh no we don't want marriage I remember that on TV and I was like what the fuck yeah it's like yeah congratulations you found the (laughs) 0.001% of people in the community that don't want it anyway yeah but you are right there is uh, the occasional person there was the I don't know if you guys saw the um, former gay conversion therapist who was also a Mormon Matheson something or Something it's Matheson. always Matheson. David Matheson. <laughs> Sorry, David every Matheson, Matheson who listens to So he to ran gay conversion therapy, yeah. said that he was himself a converted yes. ex-gay. Oh, successfully was converted. successfully converted. Yeah. Was married. I'd love to test that out. And is now, <laughs> it is. Like, well, yeah, and is now come out as gay again, but still yeah. supports conversion therapy. Just like, it I, works. I like, feel no. like he's just supporting like, just it because he's got three see books what that he's written that well, he's yeah, trying that's to still it. get money off. Yeah. Friend of my, uh, I have a wonderful queer cousin, and yeah. a friend of hers uh, many years ago grew up in Perth, and his parents bought him a holiday in Melbourne. Oh, and oh. Uh, he found out just before he left that it was a gay conversion therapy, and oh. didn't tell them that he'd worked it out. Got on the flight to Melbourne and organised to stay with some friends when he got here, and never spoke to them again. Oh my god! Wow. Eighteen. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Holy crap! Around about, I assume. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's yeah. a fuck thing, and I'm so excited that Daniel Andrews has um, come out and has said that they are going to do this, and I hope it is done quickly. Yeah, fingers crossed. It's just a shame that JB will be out of a job. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that there is... I don't know. I mean, I love Daniel Andrews. I love that they're doing this. Mm. Do you think waiting until the day of Pride March to oh, announce this? I mean, obviously, no. it's a political thing. Is Very there anything wrong with that? 
is it nice for him to say it on a day like that where we can go? Yeah, because oh, it'll yeah, be like uplifting yeah. and give people yeah. like really like. Or say yeah, that they decided a week earlier. Is it not more important to say it a week mm. earlier when you decide yeah. it? I don't think it's indicative of a problem with him. No, himself. Yeah. But more how of, politics works. More of how politics yeah. works yeah. in general, and mainly of how these studies and policies work mm. in general. Yeah. A lot of these studies into the mental health of LGBTIQIA plus people have existed for years and years and years. Is, but to actually make any policy changes can take forever. Mm. Even if it's as clear as day or yeah. clear as the skin under Mikey's eyes, which <laughs> dazzles me every week. This bitch was Blink, out all sparkle. weekend and his skin is still flawless. <laughs> but we you. get them and we see them. Yeah. They come yeah. through from yeah. APS mm-hmm. and it's like 99% proven that, you know, this is beneficial for the psychological treatment of anxiety mm. and depression mm. and you won't see a change for like five years or something mm. like that. Yeah, it kind of boggles mm. my mm. mind that things can be so straightforward mm. as exorcisms yeah, and not just a fun so Sunday thing to do with your friends. Mm, no. You know, they're not going to make you not gay. Yeah, I think one thing that I worry about or that I've thought about a bit is that like it is going to go very underground. Yeah. Well, like very I mean, in I'm, secret. Yeah. It's like, yeah. how are they going to find like, all these people practicing? That's what I wonder. I mean, like, I how are they going to monitor this? Say that it already is yeah. fairly underground. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, you don't see big billboards for <laughs> it and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. But I guess that's just going to have to be part of the government's job is looking yeah. for it. I yeah. mean, people talk, you know, them out. hopefully people hear of other people sending their kids mm. to it and dob mm. them in and that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, you're right. It is yeah. a huge problem. Mm. I mean, the vibe on, on Sunday when this was announced was beautiful on, on social media and that sort of stuff. Um, people are so thrilled that this has been yeah. done. Yeah. There was a survey recently of about 2,500 LGBTI people and they were asked to prioritise what's important to them mm-hmm. post marriage equality. This was the number one thing that That's people awesome. responded yeah. to, followed closely by better processing for LGBTI mm-hmm. refugees yes. and mm-hmm. uh, counselling services as as well, especially in regional areas. So, you know, this is obviously something that we've been pushing for for a long time. This is something that we all care about and uh, I'm glad they're listening. It's yeah. Good. yeah. The government actually hasn't specified what the punishment will be. Not yet. No. Like, yeah, so it has, now it has to go through. Yeah, the, yeah. Like they have to write up the list. So, like, what, like, what do you think about that? Like, jail time, think? I yeah, hope. Jail I mean, time. I, I think performing, I mean, jail time, I think for the person that's running yes. it mm-hmm. and hopefully large fines or. I think like, it should be definitely very harsh. Absolutely. Yeah, like, for anyone that's sending people to it. Yeah. Gay conversion therapy is like so so saddening to me because I don't know a single gay male who hasn't at some point in their life Which, tried yes. to mm-hmm. not be gay. Mm. Pray the gay You way. know, uh, even in their internal thoughts mm. or the way they present themselves to the public. Like, mm-hmm. it's very rare to meet a gay man that hasn't internally tried all of these processes yeah. Yeah. and then had to go through the acceptance phase and some really awful mm-hmm. struggles mentally to get to be the people that we are now, mm. it boils down to that idea that there's some sort of choice yeah. being made mm. yeah. at some point in our development. Yeah, like, don't people think if it was a choice, why wouldn't we pick yeah. the, the easier option? That's what always baffles me. Like, yeah. obviously, why... But I chose to yeah. bottom, and that's not the easy. <laughs> that's the wrong choice. <laughs> he has gastro, everybody, I'm telling you. That. <laughs> it's, not a fun, it's not a fun it's time not to be a bottom. <laughs> It, it's like it really questions these fundamental things of nature versus mm. nurture yeah. and choice of yeah. sexuality. It's a and, complete and, lack of understanding. And Absolutely. It, it boggles my mind. Yeah, which is why I'm glad the government have also said as well as fines and all that sort of stuff, they're education. working on education yeah. as well. So education, people are trying to seek out underground mm. services as well. Has to be imagine, you, And you are right. Look, imagine, you know, when you were like a kid or a teenager or yeah. whenever it was when you were going through that phase mm. of like trying to dress differently and trying to look and fit mm-hmm. in. Imagine if there was then adults there saying, yeah, yeah, you need to do that. Like yeah. you, that would yeah. completely fuck with you for such a long time. It, it's dangling a carrot. Mm. Yeah. If you yeah. were questioning yourself and really, you know, who doesn't want an easier life for themselves yeah. and acceptance? And to have the people that are meant to be your mentors, mm. your the the moral support in your life, your family, That's are it. the people saying, hey, you can actually go to this yeah, place. Fix you go do that. And they'll fix you. Like, yeah. no, that's not... To yeah. dangle that in front of so someone 
can do even more damage, mm-hmm. I, I think. When I was in my early 20s, if someone had said to me, if you could flick a switch and be yeah. straight, would you do it? I would absolutely have said yes. I feel because, like yeah. a year ago I yeah, would have said yes. I just, yeah. Yeah. I just think like, well, you are in your early 20s. But yeah, <laughs> but thank out, you, early but, 20s, thank you. Well, yeah, <laughs> you look like you are. And uh, But now that I'm in my early 30s, I'm like, fuck, there is no way yeah. I want to be a straight Hell person. No. Their lives are so boring. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And then, you know, like, I have this conversation often and like I'll be joking, but I'll yeah. be like, I feel so... So lucky to yeah, be gay. Like, you have like all those responsibilities as kids yeah, and stuff. Like yeah. if you want them, you can have them. I can them. have but, like, sex and no, the child won't happen. Oh my God. Yeah. That is like the number one thing. I'm like, fuck yeah. yeah no pregnancy that. scares. It's also like, not we, this like expected <laughs> thing of us getting, yeah. like, you know, if you want to get married, you can. You can. Yeah. If you want to have a kid, nice you can have adopt, a choice, can, but, but we're not expected to <laughs> have this board. And the opportunities that also being gay has opened up for a lot of us, I think is fantastic. There's no way I would do it now. I 100% agree. And the perspective that it's afforded me yeah also being biracial, biracial yeah. and queer, and queer sure. the perspective and the knowledge and the experience mm. i i wouldn't pass that mm. up if you slid into my dms when i was mm-hmm. 20 yeah mm. and asked me that yeah I, I and are you would. saying that that was a sim you had similar feelings about being a person of color as you did about being gay like did you wish that you oh weren't? i definitely did really oh, sure. absolutely yeah sure. when i was well, a child that's for sure i would like stay out of the sun so that my skin wouldn't Whoa, get darker Jesus. because i just wanted to be white like everybody else was oh my like God. yeah it's awful you have it pretty laid out for you really early on absolutely. in life how difficult yeah. the path ahead is going to yeah. be mm. and you do weigh up those options when you go to sleep and you go if i could get rid of this 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 yeah. mm. and for me i had my personality to deal with as well mm. so I'd, and your looks yeah. and my, <laughs> i mean like how much time do we have <laughs> <laughs> and of course color played into yeah. it yeah. Yeah. yeah and my parents were pretty upfront about that growing up mm. this is going to be an issue the mm-hmm. kids at school made it pretty clear oh yeah they pretty did. quickly mm-hmm. do you think your parents that that was... prepared you well enough like while growing up for that no i don't think my parents did a great mm-hmm. job the one thing i would say they did was letting me see my heritage and yeah. see the mm-hmm. philippines yeah, that, that is really so being able to see that there's a world outside yeah. of australian primary school Puts it into mm. perspective but being queer as well they obviously couldn't really mm-hmm. prepare me for that. Yeah. But you do the maths. Was you, your school predominantly yeah. like primary school predominantly white? It was ninety nine point nine yeah. white. And uh, did you did your parents take you to any like extra school activities that had more people of colour or anything like that to I wasn't an extra kids. activities kind, kind of, of kid. kid. <laughs> Participation was oh, not my activity. bag. Yeah. Well, I, and that's the thing. It probably plays into being gay and being a mm. kid is you're like, I need to exclude myself from yeah. as much stuff as possible. Even what about yours, Mikey? I mean, we, when like I first sort of had memories of being in school, we were the only like biracial people mm. like yeah. who were New Zealander at my school. And then there was one other Asian family and then there was a Turkish family, but they were all very, very light skinned. So you couldn't really yeah. tell mm-hmm. with them. But yet we made friends with the Asian kids because it was just like, we're yeah. the only ones yeah. here. My primary school had two people in the whole school that weren't white yeah wow it was crazy. it was yeah. ridiculous and then That's like great. when we sort of got later in primary school there were other new zealand families coming over mm. so we made friends with all of them and yeah. like we would hang out outside of school oh. and like that was amazing and i loved that so mm. much but in school it was just like me and my white friends yeah. hanging out. <laughs> do you think schools now are still very segregated or like do you think depends where you are because oh. i remember in, in high school i just did year 11 mm. and 12 in australia but mm. there were definitely the groups of the islander boys mm. and like the groups of like all the white girls yeah. and it, it was quite mm. separate like that I think it doesn't so much in Australia yeah. depend on the school yeah. itself it's more the yeah. area that you're living That's in because it. most of the schools mm-hmm. have the, the thing about mm. that you've got to be within whatever distance of the school to yeah. attend the school so Mike yeah. and I both grew up in the southeastern suburbs of Melbourne yeah. right. which is incredible I mean not as much now not but now. incredibly yeah. white 20 years ago like yeah. in primary school it was predominantly white and then high school it was a lot more yeah. sort of different races what in there, which was you great again, uh, so we went to Kringle Park Secondary College yeah, right, yeah. in Frankston and okay. yeah, there was a lot of Islanders, mm-hmm. there was a lot more Asians, which was amazing. And then we had a, a couple of different Aboriginal families come down and everyone was like, yes, this is so awesome. good. Yeah. Like, thank you. <laughs> I'm not supposed to go within 10 kilometers of school, so I can't currently <laughs> yeah. Currently, yeah. Yeah. on what it's like been up right through. now. <laughs> from what I can see from a distance. Oh, yeah. Which is not much. <laughs> <laughs> 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. So we have a heteronormative uh, holiday uh, upon <laughs> us. <laughs> wow. Known as Valentine's Day. So we're recording on a Tuesday and it is yes. in two days on the Thursday. So Countdown. The, the it'll be in the past when you afterwards. Hear this. Yeah, it'll be in the past when you hear this. You know what? I've just never been a massive fan mm-hmm. of Valentine's Day. Like, it's just a bunch of absolute bullshit, in yep. my opinion. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you shouldn't be pinning it on one day to... Yeah, like express but your love. I feel like to... both sides of that. Like, I do feel like it is also yeah. nice to just have a day to remember it and just to remember it. It's not Anzac. I know, <laughs> lest we forget. But <laughs> now I'm all hoity-toity because now I'm in a relationship. So I'm like, yes, Valentine's yeah. Day. Let's do this. I've always yeah. been of the opinion though, like if you truly love someone, yeah. you will make special days mm-hmm. outside of Valentine's Day. Like it's just a big ploy that you can buy crap yeah. to express your love. Yeah. Here, buy all these roses. Buy all the chocolates. Like yeah. no. Like, yeah, I'm not but, buying into it. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But also, like, isn't every day on the calendar a heteronormative day? Like, Christmas, none of us are religious. Yeah. None of us give a fuck about the religious side of Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we like it because it's like a day of, like, <laughs> getting together and doing stuff with family and friends and whatever. You can just sort of make it whatever you want it to be. You yeah. don't have to go yeah. for the whole, like, I mean, I'll be obviously celebrating it the way I celebrate it every year. <laughs> How's that, Tom? What on Wellington? Just waiting for oh, someone to oh, stick okay. a red rose wow. through one of the glory is it, like, holes. <laughs> is it festive in there? Do they, like, are they? Do you know, I don't think stuff. I've ever been on a Valentine's Day, but I imagine it's very romantic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like um, lit candles. No, I don't. I don't particularly love Valentine's Day, but mm. you can sort of use it as a good day. You know, if things are sort of going along well with someone, it's a yeah. good way of sort of reading how they want to take it. The Russian messaged me today. Oh, he did. <laughs> oh okay. I've been meaning to ask. How was that going? <laughs> Look, I, we've had a chat. We're taking yeah. it very slowly, and nothing okay. is official or anything like that. Oh. The more time I spend with him, the more yeah. interesting and funny I find him. You're That's in like nice. with him. I'm yeah. in like with him a lot. Would you like to do something on Valentine's Day? Well, with him? so he messaged me saying, What are you doing on St. Valentine's His English is still a bit broken, which okay. is really cute. On yeah. St. Valentine's Day. Oh, <laughs> so formal. But sadly, I've got my trivia night. So oh, fuck. he's coming along to my trivia night oh, so nice. we can hang out in the breaks between my trivia <laughs> That's <friends>. really <laughs> fucking cute. It yeah, is cute. Really it's very cute. cute. And also, I've just been crazy busy with Midsummer and stuff, so we haven't seen a huge amount of each other. But for me, it's been like a great way of going, Okay, well, he wants to spend Valentine's Day with me, so, you know, maybe yeah, he wants to sort of keep exploring where this is mm-hmm. going and that sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree that like the whole chocolates and roses and hotels yeah. and that sort of thing is v- very much a commercial thing. Mm. But you just sort of make up what you want it to make it. Mm, I mean, yeah. it, it, the lovely Joel Creasy, uh, there was a few years there where I didn't have anyone, so he would just send a box of um, <laughs> cupcakes to my work oh, that's nice. for Valentine's Day. You know, you can oh. just sort of make it a friend's yeah. thing if yeah. you want I, as well. I love it. Yeah? I love it. I'm, t- I'm totally down for February 14th or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is it? <laughs> Easter? I <laughs> but I... Uh, it's similar to the other topics we've talked about mm-hmm. where it's like when you're in your 20s and or when you're questioning yeah. things, these heteronormative mm. holidays and these heteronormative ideas can really put a pin in your day. That's very true. Yeah. They really sting a bit and you mm-hmm. kind of hate it and, and you go, Ugh, yeah. I want nothing to do with that. It, yeah. it was the same with marriage before we had marriage yeah. equality. Yeah. You're like, I don't want anything to do with that. Uh, as I get older and I realize that we're afforded more and more liberties and equality, it's new to me. I, yeah. I know a lot of heterosexual people that fucking hate Valentine's yeah. Day yeah. and they're sick of it because it's something they've had forced down their mm-hmm. throats. And they're expected to do something. And they're yeah. expected to do something their whole lives. Whereas as LGBT people, a lot of our relationships mm-hmm. we've had to keep on the down low yeah. totally. for a lot of our lives. And some of us are getting to a point mm-hmm. where we feel comfortable 
being a part of a heteronormative holiday yeah. like Valentine's Day. And I think that's great. So it's changed my... M- it's new for us. <laughs> it's it's that, new. Like, and yeah, it, it's, it's new the and same exciting. with marriage being like, you know, that's something I swore it was not for me. Yeah. Now I realize that I can have it. Uh, yeah. You know what? Maybe? Do you think you do you have any Valentine's Day plans this year, Lee? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Wedding Wellington. Just, <laughs> it depends on his dating in two days. Yes. <laughs> maybe I'll um, slaughter a goat. Yeah. No, but I agree with you with that. Mm. Like, what are you and Duncan doing? Oh, so I made um, a booking at this cute restaurant we like. It's Thai food and you like sit on the floor with all pillows and it's oh, like really cute. dimly Yay. lit. We're going to get a nice bottle of wine. Can I thought about come? sending... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can Luke I, come? Thought, <laughs> I thought about sending flowers to his work, but then I was like, they don't really talk at his work and they don't really know about his sexuality. So I'm not sure if I want to out him at his work. Well, you didn't have to say who they're from. No. That'd be kind of cute. Yeah. Just say so from maybe. your love. Also, you it's, really, it's really intimidating, <laughs> it's really intimidating sending him flowers because he's like a landscape architect and yeah. he's like, he knows all the plants and all the flowers and yeah, what's yeah. good and I'm just like, send oh, him I'm like these, are, <laughs> these are white flowers you could send him like <laughs> Australiana themed flowers yeah. my favourite kind yeah but like in the past I mean this will be my second ever Valentine's Day date my mm. ex what are you two years old oh this is your second ever date sorry <laughs> Jesus <laughs> you said it was your second ever oh, no, Valentine's it's, Day it's my second ever Valentine's yeah, Day right. date the first one I ever went on was with my ex and I was like 20 years old and I remember I was so against getting flowers because mm. I was like, that's not mask. <laughs> like, that's yeah. really awkward. And it's kind of announcing that I'm gay walking around with a flower. What did he do? He gave me a rose and I had to Aww. walk around Brisbane City with a flower. That's and I remember cute. we went to, it's not as big in Melbourne, but it's called Vapiano's. Like that chain yeah, restaurant yeah. where you can like get pasta and everything. Is that like faster pasta? I mean, you wait in line and you like choose your pasta. Yeah, and we were just like young and stupid. And then we went and got a table and sat down and it was so busy. We we're trying to enjoy each other's company. And then this like group of like four rowdy people were like, oh, there's no tables available. Can mm. we sit with you? And oh. we, we were just like, sure. And then we just sat there in silence as they were just going off the whole night oh, and just really goodness. loud and in your face and abrasive. So we got robbed of our Valentine's Ruined Day. Ruined it. Yeah. So you know what? <laughs> Making up for it this Thursday, it's going to be adorable. As I said before, I'm not one for Valentine's yeah. Day whatsoever. And I haven't actually spoken to Josh about how much I dislike <laughs> he's like, he's like listening to the oh, no, it's the, it's um, But I've decided to put aside my feelings this year and I'm actually going to take him out for dinner on uh, Thursday night. We're going to our favourite hot pot restaurant called oh. Dragon Hot Pot, which I I'm very excited. restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good actually. You guys should go. Like you go in, there's a wall of ingredients, you fill the bowl up and then they oh, cook yeah. it up. I don't um, like anything where I have to do some of the work. That's why I go out for dinner. Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> pay people for a service. And yeah. I want it's a fun like... thing though. Like everyone's in line like, ooh, yeah. what am I going to have today? I wouldn't trust myself. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't cook it through and then die from like what I've eaten. Okay. And I actually bought him a present as well, <gasps> oh. which is nice because I don't buy Is it you and a bow naked? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's every other Saturday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, no, it'll be cute because this yeah. is his very first Valentine's oh, Day. First, ever. Proper relationship. Proper relationship. Oh, cute. Yeah. Proper boyfriend. So, mm. you got a super low bar. Yeah, exactly. You know, you can yeah. start yeah. right yeah. down here. <laughs> like Valentine's Day handshake. There you go. <laughs> Build it all the way up. So, yeah, yeah, no, it should be cute. I Aww. think it's nice when i think about valentine's day i think it's nice that the people that i know feel Mm. comfortable enough to be a part of it Mm -hmm. and do something on that day Mm. because i i I, know 10 years ago or so not a lot of my friends in the lgbt community did feel that way it was a day of like Mm. i don't even want to talk about Mm. that yeah Yeah. and i think that's very much connected to what kyle was saying about being at a restaurant with a rose when it's a gay couple or something like that like it's not that we weren't having relationships 10 years ago or 15 years ago or 20 years ago it's that expressing that in public was not easy to do so i feel the absolute opposite now i feel really excited to just be proud with my man in a restaurant i want to hold his hand and like i'd love to be a fly on the wall Especially afterwards. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking having romantic sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you guys ever get like cards and stuff at school? We did it and one year. And none for Gretchen Wieners. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> we did it one year, but sadly, I probably got like two and I was just like, oh, I hate this. This, this sucks. Is, um, and that's probably where this all stems yeah. from, to be really honest with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we're getting to the re- Let's talk a bit more, Mikey. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I have stress from when I was a kid and I gave a girl a packet of jelly beans and I was like, hope you have a sweet tooth in a card. And then she oh gave it goodness. to the class and they all paid me out for the rest of the year. Aww. It was horrible. And then and then I got gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got gay. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I remember at school one year we had, oh God, this is an awful repressed memory. This just comes <laughs> We Let had it all out. It was Valentine's Day. It wasn't like an official thing where we all traded cards or whatever, but all these different kids got different cards in their 
bag at the start of school mm-hmm. at recess when they went to the bags. Everyone would put letters in each other's bags. I know I didn't have one. But then at the end of lunch, I had one. But the handwriting was suspiciously similar to Mrs. Wilson, my grade two teacher. Oh, <laughs> and I think heart. she might have put it in there for me. And I totally forgot about that until oh. right now. One time a girl gave me a ring in primary school on Valentine's oh, Day. Oh. But I was really young and I threw it in a bush oh. and then cried. And then <laughs> I got in trouble for throwing away the girl's ring. Was it one of those like push pop ring oh things? My God. No, it was like an actual ring. I think her parents had given it to her and she'd given oh it God. to me. And then we got told off again later because she used to force me to play this game called Parents. Okay. Which is where we would just take a blanket and cover ourselves and then roll around. Oh, God. <laughs> and it was called, And she just got it playing parents. Well, I hope You're she's like, in some therapy doing now. In there. Who knows? So, I am advice. I need advice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. the Russian's coming to the trivia night. I'm only going to chat to me in between breaks. I want to get something, but I don't want to commit too much. What okay. do I get? Mm. A good performance. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, the cornier, the better. Like, make it, like, stupid. Something really Australian yeah. would be oh, great. That's I a good think. idea. You get those... Um, it's like, you know, you get the lint chocolate bunnies you get the australian like bilbies or something oh yeah then, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. like the same thing in the gold kind of but it's very it's a bit easterish could save that for easter yes this what is about true you? i don't know why i was thinking easter what's the um indigenous <laughs> restaurant in fitzroy that harry and megan went to what was that called charcoal lane wait so before the show or after the show no i'm thinking like i'll buy that day. like a i'll see if they do a voucher or something like that yeah ah, that that's night cute. and we can do it another and then night. he like doesn't yeah. take you i'm not gonna imagine <laughs> <laughs> Dinner for two and you're not He's invited. Like, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, like just I'll full, get some roses. Yeah. Right. Gifts nice. are always best if you make it yourself. That's true. Maybe Give I'll, him a pasta necklace. I'll bottom for him. Oh. <laughs> you know what you could do? You could get the make your own dildo kit. <gasps> wow. That's a good idea. Yeah. He's got two days, people. He's got two days. Or Jesus. you could like buy dick chocolate. Oh, yeah. You know, you better. get like chocolate sphincters. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I saw. Oh, yes. No, but it's like a kit where you model it on your own. Oh, no. yeah. yeah. You pour like plaster of Paris in your ass. I saw yeah. white people going like crazy about wrong. that on Instagram. And I'm yeah. Like, that white is, people. that's like, what? <laughs> yeah. I, but Here's white my butthole. Have, yeah. It's like they'd never seen a brown butthole before <laughs> in their lives. I wonder what they would look like if like it was like a fisted asshole. Oh, no. Stop. Oh, like a really big <laughs> oh, chocolate. You'd have to get I, the family. <laughs> every family block which is now shrunk as oh, well so yeah la, 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 la. <laughs> no no there's this video I saw on Twitter of someone filming the apartment across the road mm. from them and it's this guy fisting the shit out of <gasps> this other guy oh, wow. and a chick filming it on her mobile phone so there's three of them in the room oh the two guys fisting and the comment just said like he's not a punching bag dude because he was like oh, <laughs> oh, oh. To town. it was the most Hectic fisting I've ever seen in my Good life, and I saw that on Twitter on my timeline, you yeah. on my feed, <laughs> on the way to work, oh. on like an eight o'clock morning tram. It's like stop. <laughs> Good on them. See, they'll be doing something romantic for Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's an idea. But I, I think <laughs> that's an idea. Solid. If I'm ever like at a pinch. If you make something, yeah. it means a lot more than like just something you can go buy, even if it's yeah. not very good. Okay. Still, Heartfelt that you way. You still made yeah. it. Like when Declan drew a picture for him. When, <laughs> when Luke says Declan, he means my boyfriend, Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> He's just special that way. Do you way. reckon you can get Duncan draw, to draw a picture for me to give to the Russian? Say something How like that. How much time you got? <laughs> Two days. Yeah. We established uh, a timeline. He's line. busy. I've got him busy. I wonder. So you know how Christmas has like anti-Christmas people who are like, they call them Grinches. Mm. What would you call an anti-Valentine's No, because people always Mikey. say happy. <laughs> I remember people would say happy sad, like singles awareness day. Anti-vaxxers? <laughs> so we did do our live show last week. The opening topic, we're always good with a cold open. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Chechnya was, being one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone oh, remember Chechnya the stuff. Chechnya episode? Yeah. <laughs> we did it again. We opened with consent, which is a really serious topic. It's a really important topic, mm. and it got a lot of feedback yes. on the night, and a lot Lots of people of in the Q&A wanted to further the discussion, mm. and a lot of the people that I spoke to after the show had some very thought-provoking mm. experiences they wanted to share that I thought maybe in the context of 15 minutes on a stage, we didn't really have time to do the deep dive Mm. into the murky world of 
consent in the context of being a gay man. Mm. So with everything that we spoke about on Sunday, you can listen to the last episode if you're just hopping in now. I thought it's a good time for us to expand our thoughts a bit more without the mm-hmm. pressure of being in front of a live audience. Oh, <laughs> what an open, guys. Could you yeah. <laughs> well done. Yeah, um, yeah you're right. It, it is a very mm. big topic and it is hard to squish into 15 mm. minutes, especially, I mean, congratulations to you guys. That was the first thing yeah. you'd ever talked about on stage in front of an audience, oh, which is Lord. A, yeah. a tough thing to open with. One thing that we didn't get to talk about, which I would really like to mm. sort of explore with you guys. I mean, we talked a bit about consent in sex on site venues, but yes. not about yeah. gay bars in general. Yeah, and no. I think that's such a big part it's of it. It's a huge yeah. part of it. Some people seem to think that being at a gay bar, because we were all there mm-hmm. primarily yeah. because of yeah. our sexuality, means that it's it's open slather for mm. grabbing and touching and that sort of thing, absolutely. which obviously so, is so absolutely not. Yeah. not. Consent needs to apply 100% of the time mm. wherever you are, no matter that's the venue. It. Is that something you guys have experienced? Yeah, for sure. I've I think ex- all our listeners would have as well. Yeah, I think something that I did want to touch on in the live show that I didn't get to was, especially being in drag, I found oh, that yeah. people think that they sort of get free will to do whatever they want mm-hmm. because I'm dressed up in a costume, that they can grab and touch me and do whatever they yeah. want. Yeah. In actual fact, no, that's not no, okay. No, 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 like yeah. I've definitely experienced a lot more of that being in costume than yeah. I do when I'm sort of just dressed in my regular guy clothing, mm. which really, really sucks. Like mm. it's just like I'm here presenting myself in a way that isn't comfortable for a lot of people and takes a lot of balls to do and to have someone come right up to me and grab me up the ass or Jeez. like lift up my dress and like think that it's an okay thing to do like no like don't do that to anybody like it's not a nice thing to happen like there was one instance that really has stuck with me and definitely I have my guard up a lot more now and I'm a Mm. lot more aware of it where I was dancing with a friend and just so happened that there was a group of straight guys there that night and one of them came up to me like drunkenly I didn't know who it was and they came up behind me and like started grabbing me and like put their like hand up my skirt and like tried to like take off my underwear and Jesus, I was wow. just really fortunate that my friend that was there saw exactly what was happening and was yeah. like hell no and like yeah, put a yeah. stop to because they could see that I was uncomfortable mm-hmm. I didn't know what yeah. to do and instantly like they mm-hmm. went and got the security they were just like this isn't cool you need to get these people out of here I pretty much just left and went home this sort of thing happens to any female presenting person mm-hmm. like this obviously happens to a lot of women all the time and yeah, like yeah. it wasn't until I experienced that that I really sort of understood what non-consensual touching was like mm-hmm. I, I obviously know what it is but to actually physically experience that was really quite a scary thing yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah I had a similar thing with uh, we did a corporate gig as the grannies about a year ago mm. it was a whole lot of like drunk straight people which is you know a lot of corporate events are and afterwards we were outside in the smoking area having a chat to a few of them and this guy that was standing there literally just without any warning or anything stuck his hand up my dress Jesus. to grab my dick yeah. and grabbed it yeah. and, you know broke character and everything I was like what, yeah, what okay. the fuck yeah. and he goes oh just checking so he was checking to see if I was a oh, cis God. man yeah. or not yeah. that's so oh, what fucked. the fuck? Like, yeah. I could have been a woman, and then you would have just grabbed yeah, a you... woman by the. It doesn't even matter that I'm not a woman. No, it's still yeah. really bad that you grab me by the dick. But then there is also the other side mm. of this as well, which is drag queens can quite yes. often oh, not have boundaries with absolutely. guests, especially pulling like hot guys on stage. Oh, I know yeah. that when I first started hosting in drag, I definitely was guilty of being like, you know, get your mm. top off that sort yeah, of. Yeah. Maybe not necessarily. Yeah, that is something you see permission. quite common. But like, yeah, it is. And and look, I'm not saying that that can't be part of drag culture anymore, but you need to check that that's okay yes, before you're telling exactly, someone in front yeah. of an audience to take like their top strip. off or to yeah. you, you know or grabbing their ass or anything yeah. like that as well mm. yeah i've had this situation that keeps happening to me i go to like poofed off quite often mm. i had an instance where it was like 4 a.m and i was just in the middle of the dance floor just living my best life but like completely fucked up i don't know where my friends were at the time but this man came up to me and i was just like dancing having a good time and he came up to me and he goes look what you've done and he is like i look down oh. and he's just grabbing his erect dick in oh, his Jesus. hands like through his jeans he's like look what you've gone and done and i was like oh i was like no and like because i was so fucked up and vulnerable i couldn't defend myself i should have told him to just like fuck off get away from me but yeah, i'm like yeah. oh no thank you like no haha yeah like yeah. played it off it was really polite yeah and i couldn't defend myself and he just was so persistent but now it's become this thing that this man frequents the venues that I go to mm. every single time and he seems to find me like yeah. he's mm. cornered me in the bathroom hallway before he's put his arm up to stop me from Gosh. going and I've had to like duck under it 
And I don't know why I've never reported him. Like, I've you never gone to, to security. Uh, yeah. But I literally dread the part of my night because yeah. I know I'm going to have to mentally psych myself out. I'm like, I'm going to see this man. And I've been, you know, when you're with your friends and you're dancing in a circle or something, yeah. and he will come and just stand on the outskirts of our circle mm. and just blankly just stare straight at me. Like, you kind of ignore him and he just stays there and it's mm. very uncomfortable. And you ask him to go and he's like, oh, I'm not bothering anyone. And then mm. he'll just keep standing there yeah yeah it's just you need to i feel like not i'm just... literally getting shivers now thinking yeah. about it and it makes me feel so uncomfortable um mm. you need to report him not just for your own sake but also because you don't know who else is doing that you know there yeah. might be people there and i i 100 have seen this as well yeah um i've mm. seen him preying on other people and he always goes to people who are very drunk or on something mm. and yeah. like i feel like they can't he's preying they on have, people. yeah yeah he's praying, a and oh it gives me such shivers um, and i feel so uncomfortable I, I, you probably feel like a dag or a dog yeah. or whatever dobbing someone in in that hypersexual yeah. environment but that's okay you're allowed to yeah. do yeah. it and, I think- and a lot of gay bars especially the ones that I know well which are the ones in Melbourne Circuit mm. the Peel mm. yeah. uh, I know the 86 is very good at it and it's mm. interesting you say Puftuf because I know that Puftuf have banned mm. people for doing stuff like this oh, before well, good. and they are very good at it yeah. so you, you really should next time you're there you don't have to let him know that it was you that yeah. did it you can mm. have a quiet chat to the staff at the venue yeah because they will ban him mm-hmm. and, and it will stop him from being able to do that to other bond- Yeah, It's like all my friends know himself. who this person is now. We, yeah. we yeah. discuss him. We're he like, we're going to see him He tonight. needs to be pulled up. And then it. we talk about how annoying and everything is. But yeah, we get mm. so used to this hypersexualized culture and everything and yeah. just being in clubs and then we become numb to it and then we can't identify it when it is happening. Yeah, And especially when young gay guys, like you're first going out and you're a vulnerable, like you're coming to terms with yourselves, you feel lost, rejected. Somebody touching you, even if it's inappropriate, like it makes you feel accepted and wanted mm. and you start off with that mentality you just start thinking that it's okay and then yeah. you can't identify it later on down the line because I, I just like I don't know what happens like I just shut down when it's happening and I'm like I can't yeah. do anything about mm. it and I freeze and then my friend like Blake he was like mm. you need to fuck off and then he just started, yeah. like he yelled he's like I'm depressed mm. and we're like well fuck go deal yeah. with it and the more he gets away with it the yeah. worse he's going to become and push his boundaries and yeah and I think it's one of those things like when you see it happening to someone mm-hmm. else you're more than like comfortable to step in but yeah. When it's happening to you directly, just, it's, it's sort of just yeah. like, oh, hang on and a then second. Like, it's like, have you seen that thing on the internet when it's like people saying, trying to explain consent to a straight man, tell them to go to a gay club? I was like, yeah. that fucking rings true. Yeah. I, I wish there was like a platform where I know a lot of my female friends have like secure Facebook groups where they can post about people that are sexual predators mm. on public transport yeah. out in the scene yeah. and basically name and shame these mm-hmm. people, but in a protected space. Maybe yeah, there yeah. is that Facebook group and yeah. I'm just not a part of it, mm. but I know a lot of my female friends have found that really useful mm. to have a community where they can say, this person is harassing me or touching mm. yeah. me. If anyone is in this area, stay mm. away from this person. And I think something like that for gay men and the venues that we frequent mm. would be really useful. Mm. But yeah, the first time I... I ever went to a gay bar was when I was like 16 and snuck out and you know like you said I yeah. just wanted to fit in so an older gentleman was like buying me drinks he actually snuck them in in his bag and it didn't even tweak to me that that was dodgy. Like, like a dodgy yeah. yeah but Ooh. he had like four Mount Franklin water bottles mm. in his bag and he's like don't worry it's not water just keep mm-hmm. drinking it and my friends had left at that point because mm. I'd somehow convinced my straight friends to mm. come to a gay bar with mm. me, you know, <laughs> when I'm 15 for a laugh. Mm. And before I knew it, I was like not really conscious. I was not at the same venue. Mm. I was now at La Sing, which is like this karaoke venue mm. and people were playing some weird dice game yeah. really loudly. And I had to like sneak off and go to the bathroom and I had a Nokia 3210 mm-hmm. to oh think about all the time <laughs> and had to ring my dad who thought I was in bed at the time mm. and say, I am actually not in bed. I'm pretty certain I'm at La Singh, which is down from Mars Bar. I don't know what's going on, but I can't see straight. I'm hiding out in the bathroom. So he spiked your drink. Yeah, yeah. Well, basically, he'd I'd been losing consciousness. They'd been yeah. touching up the back of my shirt yeah. and down my pants. At some point as well, there was like three of them as well. Yeah. And my dad had to like come in, even though we hadn't had a discussion wow. about my sexuality or me sneaking out. Yeah. And carry me out of the bathroom over his shoulder. And mm. I was even littler than I was like a 12 year <laughs> like <laughs> size, like a 12 year old. Yeah. And went over to the table and he was like, he's fucking 16, you pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. Like read these guys for yeah. filth. Gosh. It was something that I just 
accepted of like, well, this is the hedonistic mm-hmm. lifestyle mm-hmm. Yeah. of being in a gay nightclub. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's really important to reevaluate mm-hmm. where our boundaries are and yeah. have this conversation. I was thinking about it because we did talk about some of the Me Too cases that had sort of popped up and mm. disappeared when it came to gay men in particular. Mm. And it did stick in my mind as to like, why are we maybe not having this conversation louder? Why is it not getting as much press? Or why are we not angrier Mm. about it? Mm -hmm. Because people on the night were angry about it. Mm, People wanted to talk and they wanted to have these conversations, Mm -hmm. but why aren't we? But I thought maybe there's this hesitance with us and there definitely is personally with myself to have these conversations that might paint the LGBT community in a negative light Mm, and to have Mm. these conversations in a public space and have them blow up consent Mm. in gay bars with gay men Mm. when we've been demonized Mm, in the public eye forever Mm, as being sexual predators, Mm -hmm. you know, as being like non-consensual villains in films, Mm. in TV shows. And we're finally starting to break away from that Mm. where like Mm -hmm. we can have gay characters on television that aren't sexual predators or murderers or Mm. psychopaths or Mm. whatever. Maybe instinctually, at least for me, there's like this hesitance of being like, do we really want to open up this can of worms when we're Mm. just starting? Yeah, it's like you want to protect the community, but like at what cost? Yeah, I think you're probably right. There is probably a hesitance in there. I think it's also a little bit that we are scared of serializing these environments and making, you know, we we like going out and fucking. But we don't need to worry about that either because consent doesn't mean not having sex anymore. It means making sure that everybody is on board with the sex that's going ahead. And the way that consent has been painted by some people people as it's like this big bad thing but mm. maybe perhaps it puts people off the idea of introducing that to the LGBTI scene which is wrong we should be doing it we should absolutely mm. be doing it yeah it's the same feeling whenever this is like slightly controversial so mm. I'm really <laughs> sorry to our listeners but whenever there's a breaking news story about a major robbery mm-hmm. or yeah. some of the stuff that's happened in the Melbourne CBD and I'm flicking through Twitter and in my head I'm like please don't let it be a brown brother in my head, yeah, yeah, you're, you're like, yeah, this totally. is a community that has been demonized enough yeah. by yeah. the mainstream media yeah. in particular that you get protective. Mm. And so when and you they're see... they're used as like mm. examples. Examples of... Yeah. of so I, I feel like maybe at least with some mm. of us sharing our experiences of non-consensual mm. examples, we're like, oh, I don't want that to be used by yeah. the mm. mainstream as mm. the example for how gay men interact with each other. Because mm. it's certainly not. No, because we're suffering for it. Yeah, but I think it, it is time. The realization I had from the live show is people really want to share these mm. yeah, yeah. experiences it. and there are a wider range of Mm. experiences Mm. when it comes to consent than maybe we've touched on, be it what happens when you're at a venue, what Mm. happens when you're in drag, what happens when we talked about online hookups on the live Mm. show. But I think it's something that we just need to start talking about publicly with each other and really open it up again. Mm. Mm. I also think it's really one of the best things about drag, getting more mainstream attention is that it has given a platform for drag performers to stand up and say, as respected mm-hmm. performers in the industry, it yeah. is not okay to touch me. Yeah, that's yeah. it. They're on Twitter. They're followed by like millions of people now. Yeah. Bob the Drag Queen is very big at saying oh, yeah. like, consent is a thing. You can be a fan, but you cannot touch me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to like smile and be your little performing yeah. Like, yeah. pet. Have you guys seen that YouTube video about consent and comparing it to tea and offering someone a yes, cup of tea and at any yeah. point oh, they can say yeah. no to tea? Such a great video. I saw yeah, that really recently, it but clearly. it's very, very good. Maybe we'll post it. I, li- I like the video of the school kids get to pick what greeting they want when they walk oh, in. Oh, yeah, it's no. fantastic. It's yeah. It's so cute. The kids like line up and they have yeah. like one kid that's a designated yeah. hello person okay, for the yeah. day. And then they have like a board where they point at whether they want to hug, oh. a wave, a handshake or a high five oh, when yeah, they say nice. hello. And so the kids can just walk up and point at, I want a hug. And mm-hmm. so the kid will say good yeah. morning and hug them. Oh, and then the next nice. one will come and say, actually, I just want a high five. Yeah. And they can set boundaries at a really yeah. early yeah. age. That's really good. Yeah. And the kids are always so sweet and dorky. And there's yeah. always yeah. one kid that's like, like freezes on the spot. Like me at the live show. <laughs> yeah. Or like points of high five, but hugs. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, this topic really excites me 
for like where it can go yeah. with our community. Mm-hmm. And I think it is the right time to have it. We specifically talked yeah. to a lot of young people we did that night a lot as of well who were just coming up into yeah. the scene and finding out who they are yeah. and where they fit. And like thanking us for being so open and honest about all these conversations that we're having because yeah. it's really taught them a lot. Yeah, yeah. and it, we should have some really great standards mm. in place for the next generation of LGBT mm. youth and the generation after that because I think it's a trickle-down thing with consent. Yes. What you know is what mm-hmm. the next generation mm-hmm. knows is what the next generation knows. I am more than happy to continue talking to it yeah i'm really proud of yeah. everyone that spoke up on that night proud yeah. of us for mm-hmm. talking about it and sharing our experiences mm. and yeah good work everybody and i got a, <laughs> had a goat to slaughter so <laughs> 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 it's not gonna wait all night ladies <laughs> did the goat concern <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's it for another episode. So nice to see you all back in the studio. Thanks to everybody for tuning in. Don't forget to share it round. Yeah, you can subscribe, rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And please let us know what cities you want us to come to. Yeah. It looks like we've got Adelaide Brazil. and Brisbane. And- <laughs> 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 to Brazil we go. No, it looks like we've got Adelaide and Brisbane and Sydney at the moment, but it'd be nice to hear from you guys. Like, who doesn't who, want to go to Adelaide? Yeah, who hey? wants to see us? Radley. Like, Please let us know, even if it's like a small town. Northern Territory. Northern Territory. Okay, yeah. Cool. I'm hoping to Brisbane. <laughs> oh, we could go to the Beat Mega Club. Sorry, I'm just like reminiscing on Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> the Beat is the best club ever. We're it's basically just doing this podcast so, so we yeah. can check out every. Oh my god, I'm so keen. Sorry, just to the bars, yes. boys. So slide into our DMs. Tell yeah. us where you want yeah. us to go. <laughs> that sounded wrong. Show me on this doll. <laughs> <laughs> thank you again for listening to us. We'll be back next week. And um, bye. 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 <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.